Welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that helps you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. You've got this. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to episode 144 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thanks for joining me. All right, I have to give you a quick disclaimer. If you hear thumping in the background, it is because my kids are home. (laughs) They're not in any camps or anything this week. And it's real life. Can't always have perfectly quiet when you're recording. Sometimes it sounds like there's a herd of elephants over top of your head. And that's okay. So bear with me if you can hear it. What we are talking about today is I'm going to talk to you about failure and about how the concept of failure and comparison actually is probably making you fail. And I'm using that term loosely. We're going to talk more about that. But how the belief that you're failing is actually creating the failure. The problem isn't anything else. It's what you're thinking and what you're believing. So we're going to dig in deep to that. That's something that comes up a lot in Stress Eating SOS when I'm coaching, because we hold a lot of perfectionist tendencies as physicians. And we really believe we should have done it yesterday. We should have been doing it perfectly and interpret anything but that as failure. And what I'm going to show you is that that's not helping you. It's actually holding you back. Okay. So before we get going, though, I wanted to tell you, I hope that you've checked out my free weight loss kickstart for physicians. That's a free mini course that I released this summer made for you when you're wanting to get going on losing those first pounds or the next pounds in a way that's actually going to last, in a way that you could see yourself maintaining and keeping going with all the way to your goal and continuing on to maintain it because that's what's really important. So if you haven't checked it out, make sure you check it out. That's weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash kickstart. Now, what I also want you to keep your ears tuned for, we're going to be announcing it shortly, and I wanted you guys to know, is that I'm offering a live experience for this course. And what does that mean? Well, it's going to be like a challenge in that we're all going to work through the course together. If you sign up for this, you'll have access to a physician-only Facebook group where you will be able to interact with me, get help, get extra support as you go through the course and as you work on your own weight loss kickstart and you get going with the course, with the materials and get going with losing weight. I'll be going live in the Facebook group. Uh, You'll have the opportunity to ask me questions. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I think it's a great way for us all to get through. So whether you signed up for the course a while back and you've been through all of it, or maybe you signed up, you haven't done it and just haven't gotten around to it, or you just haven't had a chance that you're like, what, what, what weight loss kickstart? I need that. Wherever you are, make sure you keep your ears open for the live experience, for the live challenge that we're going to be doing so that you can access way more support all for free. What a fantastic opportunity. So don't miss out. Okay. Keep your ears open. We'll be announcing more of that very soon. All right, let's talk about failure. I think the idea for this episode 
came on today's Tuesday. And on the weekend, we had some friends over and we were going through old photos. And we pulled up some photos of residency. And what I realized, this is so common and I know it like logically, and yet it always surprises me. When you've lost a lot of weight, your brain doesn't actually pick up on it. It lies and it distorts it. And so I often spend my time thinking, you know, I'm not that much different. I don't look that much different. And yet when we pulled up these photos of residency, I look almost unrecognizable. I had a lot shorter hair, which was, by the way, a bad decision for me. <laughs> when I cut it short right at the end of medical school. And it, it doesn't work with my really thick hair. But that plus my weight, I look unrecognizable. And it's really interesting because there have been times over this past spring and probably through the pandemic year where I felt a little bit like I'm failing, like I'm not doing it right. And I'm telling you this because I know it happens to you guys too. And I think it's so important to look at. It's so easy for our brains to go into the, I'm not doing it right. And therefore all the weight's coming back or I'm never going to be able to do it. Like sky's falling chicken little type thinking is how I, I think about it. And through the past year, I've definitely had moments of that where I'm like, I think essentially my brain was telling me I hadn't actually lost any weight. And it's when you see, so I was feeling like a failure is my point at different times in this past year. And I've had to work on that. And then when I see a photo like that, I think, oh, no, I'm not at all. Like I'm totally different from that person. And I'm not talking about just weight standpoint. There's so many different things that had to change for me to lose that weight and actually maintain it and feel confident that I can maintain it. But not only am I a totally different person, but I have been a totally different person for a very long time, even (laughs) during the times that I thought I was failing at it. And you know, that person, that version of me, she was working on weight loss on and off in residency. She found it hard to focus on weight loss because of all the demands on her time. But if she hadn't been working on it, and you know, the version of me that was like, you know, a new grad and a young mom, if those versions of me hadn't just kept working on it, and especially when it felt like it wasn't working and felt like I was failing and I was never going to do it because I've been there, I've thought those thoughts a lot. If they hadn't kept going, I would never have gotten where I am. So this episode is for all of you out there who are listening and thinking, but I'm different. I'm broken in some way that makes it so I can't do this. I'm recording this episode for you because I know what that's like. And I can tell you with the benefit of hindsight, being 2020, it's okay. You're doing it right. No matter what that looks like right now, no matter if that looks like weight regain, no matter if it looks like slow weight loss, maybe it means your weight's not changing. Maybe it means you're trying to make changes and you keep going back to old habits no matter what it looks like, you're doing it right. Because you're here, you're listening, you're trying to learn a different way. You've realized the way you've done in the past hasn't gotten you the results you want. So you're working on a new way and just showing up and listening to this is doing it right. There were many times, I can tell you in my own weight loss journey where I would be sitting in my car eating Wendy's French fries and like a fast food meal And I would be doing work there. And when I say work, I mean like work on what ultimately got me to stop always going to Wendy's and lose the weight. I would be doing the work while I was eating the food. 
So while I was a very objectively, if you're going to just look at like what I ate failing at weight loss, because I was sitting in a fast food drive-through eating fast food, while I was objectively failing at weight loss, I was winning. I was doing it right. Now, did I always do that? No. For a lot of years, what I did was I beat myself up when I was sitting there eating the food. So not only was I eating the food and probably not enjoying it because I was feeling so guilty about here I was yet again eating the food, but I also made it so I couldn't learn and I couldn't progress while I was eating the food. And that's a piece that I'm talking about today is the thought about failing, the idea that you're failing, the concept that you even could fail holds you back. When you are thinking that you are failing, this is how our brains work. We have our reticular activating system and it tells us what's important. So where it gets focused, it then focuses. So for example, we're in the process of uh, switching vehicles. We are moving out of the minivan lifestyle after driving our minivan for eight years and we're moving into an SUV that'll fit all the kids so that we've got better winter driving vehicle because the minivan love it. And yes, I'm going on record saying I love my minivan. That must mean I'm probably pretty old, but I don't love how it drives in the winter. Anyways, an aside. So we're looking at a different brand of vehicle, a different SUV. Never noticed them in all my, like all my years. And yet now that we've started looking at it and we've kind of chosen which vehicle we're going to get, I see them everywhere, everywhere. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of these on the road. Never noticed them before. They just blended in. What is that? It's my reticular activating system has put that vehicle as an importance in my brain. So then I notice it. You notice what is important to you. Now, this is great news because you can use this to help you with your weight loss. But the problem is, and the mistake we make, is we just let this happen by default in our weight loss. We let it just be what it is. Let our brain decide where it wants to focus on weight loss. And what do we get from that? Where does our brain choose to focus? Well, it chooses to focus on failure. And then what does it do if we use that vehicle analogy? If your brain thinks that you failing, you making mistakes is the most important thing in your weight loss, what is it going to show you? It's going to show you mistake after mistake after mistake. And you're going to be like me driving around going, oh, there's a lot of these on the road. You're going to be going around your life going, Ooh, I make a lot of mistakes. I'm really failing at this. And then what does that create in your life? What does that feeling that you're really failing because, because your brain is showing you evidence constantly that you're failing because it thinks it's important to you? What does that do to you? How likely are you to try something new that might actually get you to your goal? How likely are you to say no to the food? that isn't going to get to your goal and choose a healthy option when everybody else is eating the less healthy option? Well, probably not very. And then guess what? When you make those choices, which are a natural byproduct of the state your mind is in, then your brain uses it as more evidence that you're failing. But you're not failing. Failure is not possible. I promise you, it's not possible. The only thing you need to do to not fail is to keep showing up, keep trying. This brings me to a thought when I was that person sitting in the drive-thru feeling so out of control with my eating because I could not figure out how to stop going through the drive-thru whenever I got stressed, I was busy, I was post-call, all the different reasons. And I, as a physician, could sit there seeing what this was going to lead me to down the road. I knew I would have 
metabolic disease. I knew I would end up with diabetes. I worried I would get heart disease. I knew what it meant to me, and yet I couldn't stop doing it. When I was that person sitting there in the drive-thru eating the fast food, thought that I used that I'm going to offer to you as an option if you're really struggling with this failure is I'm figuring this out. And just notice if we use this concept of the reticular activating system and showing it what we want it to focus on. If I'd said, and I did many times say, I can't believe I did this again. Why do I keep doing this? I'm never going to be able to stop doing this. I'm going to just keep gaining weight. My reticular activating system then kept showing me all very disempowering things in my life about how I couldn't manage it. However, when I switched the thought to something that felt very believable, it's not like I'm saying I'm fantastic and I'm losing thousands of pounds at that point, but saying to myself, I'm figuring this out. It felt believable. And look at what that does to that part of your brain. It then started showing me ways I could figure it out and ways that I was figuring it out even when my actions may not have been perfect. And this is the really important thing I want to get across in this episode is your actions can be imperfect and you can still not be failing. But thinking that you're failing when your actions are imperfect keeps you failing. Switching slightly when your actions are imperfect to choosing a different thought of, I'm figuring this out, or something similar. If you have anything else that works for you, totally fine. That then starts to create change. It creates opportunity in your mind to notice things that are actually going to help you move. It creates that urge and the desire to find ways to figure it out. It helps you focus on searching for solutions rather than always staring at the problem. And that's what it did for me in in that state is even the days where I was thinking it to myself while I was actually eating the fast food. What would then happen is as I was driving away, going back to the office, heading home to the kids, wherever I was going, I would be thinking, okay, what could I do differently? What was going on this time? I'd be problem solving it instead of being stuck in that shame spiral that we often get ourselves stuck in. Now, where's another piece of this that we fall down on? I think it's the piece of comparing our weight loss journey to Other people around us is a big thing. And I've done a podcast episode about that before. You can totally check it out. But you know what's also interesting is we compare our weight loss journey to other things we've done. And we then infer failure about our weight loss journey because we interpret it as being different than the other things that we've done. And I started this episode referencing that is we think, okay, I went to medical school. I can deliver babies. (laughs) I can do all these things. I can, I'm using my own examples, I can push myself and train for half marathons and can be really motivated to that. So why can't I do this? And it's a very similar thought. It's not an outright failure thought, but it has a really similar impact. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about it in this same episode. When you compare yourself and think that your weight loss journey is different than anything else you've done. So you're standing here in the weight loss journey and you're looking to the side or you're looking back at something you've already done and thinking, well, I did it better back then, therefore I'm not doing this one right. You can see how that's failure, right? Again, your brain is then going to create a structure of beliefs about how you're not doing this one right, how you do other things better and this one is so hard or you're failing at this one. And what does that do? It just perpetuates the beliefs. Your beliefs create your life. Your brain creates a life that falls in line with what you're believing in the moment. So if you believe 
that weight loss is something extra hard and your brain will show you all the evidence from the past to prove it. So it feels very true. It feels very factual when you think this. However, your brain is doing that because that is what supports the belief that you hold. So if this is you, if you're somebody that thinks a lot of like, you know, I should be able to do this because I'm accomplished in all these other areas of my life and therefore there's something wrong with me that I can't, I want to offer you a different way of thinking about that. So just like my, I'm figuring it out with just general failure or when you make mistakes, I think that's very powerful. I think the approach for this one is looking at like flipping it on its head. So the default is that I've done all these fantastic things in my life. Therefore, because this hasn't turned out the way I want it to yet, and that's a really important word, I therefore must be failing. That's the way the default thinking is. What I want you to do is flip it on its head of I've done all these amazing things in my life. Therefore, I can problem solve this one too. Because it's true, guys. And just think again, if we look at what is that going to do from a brain perspective? What are you going to think about if you shift that? And it's it's a really small shift. It's not a big like rainbows and unicorn type shift. It's a small shift to, I've got evidence I can do amazing things. I can problem solve a whole lot of stuff. And I have problem solved a whole lot of stuff in my life. Viewing it in that way. So therefore, I have skills to problem solve this. What's that going to do for your brain? Well, your brain's going to start showing you the ways you can problem solve it. It's very similar to the, I'm figuring it out. And it's going to use the evidence of what you've done in the past to apply to this versus when it's going the default way, it can't. It uses the evidence for what you've done in the past to show you how you can't do this. And that keeps you stuck. So here's the core premise I want you to take away from this episode is our beliefs are what actually create our life. They create our reality. And we have default beliefs and some of them are really crappy. And that's okay. And I'm saying that not to judge you, not to get you to judge yourself at all, but to recognize that just because a belief exists, maybe it's even existed your whole life, it does not mean you need to keep it, nor does it mean it's serving you. And this is really the important stuff that you do when you're working on long-term weight loss is you have to look at all these beliefs. You have to be willing to give some of them up and find new ones that work better for you that actually do what you want them to do. All right. I would love to hear how you're going to apply this. I would love to get your emails to tell me how are you going to create new beliefs? What new beliefs are you going to use or what beliefs have you been using that actually do work for you? send me an email at info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. I reply to all the emails. So if you want to hear from me, the best way is sending me an email directly. And I'd love to hear how you can apply this. This is such an important topic. I cover failure in stress eating SOS because it's so important. But I wanted to do this episode because it's just this belief that feels so real that you can fail. And I want you guys to start questioning that belief. I don't believe you can fail. I don't believe that at all. And if the best you can do after listening to this episode is just borrow that belief of mine that Siobhan doesn't think I can fail, that's even going to get you further than when you're staying mired in, the, in that belief and what it does to your brain. All right. 
So thank you so much for listening, guys. Have a fantastic week. If you have time, I would love it if you'd leave a review for the podcast. It really does help the podcast get found so other people can benefit from this. And I do read all the reviews and appreciate them greatly. And consider sharing the podcast to somebody else that you think would benefit from it. If you know a friend that struggles with thinking they might be failing, share this. You can also, by the way, apply this concept to any other area where you feel you might be failing. All the concepts work in any other area. And I think that could be really powerful because I truly believe we as women spend far too much thinking that we're failing and it takes away from all the amazing things that we are doing because you are amazing. Have a fantastic week. Bye-bye.